This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Welcome, global leaders, to the Global Reach Leadership Forum with Navy veteran, ecclesial leader, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Pat. Presenting you with critical leadership perspectives from the minds of former military leaders, now transforming the face of American business as successful entrepreneurs. Get ready to listen, learn, to lead. And now, to enhance your leadership influence on the Global Reach Leadership Forum, here's your host, Dr. Pat. Hello, this is the Global Reach Leadership Forum. I'm your host, Dr. Pat, and today we are talking about influence. And this is the session that is going to be just a, a monologue where I'm able to talk about this topic. Uh, we will not be having a guest to henceforth, but we have an opportunity to just talk at length about a specific leadership fundamental principle that we as leaders have to be able to learn and exercise to excel in our organizations. So I'll spend a considerable amount of time talking about our topic today, and that is influence. And on this topic today, I want to address specifically a question that is raised and that may be raised by most people in respective organizations. The question is, when does my influence become especially essential for the success of the organization. If you're asking that question today, I want to encourage you to stay tuned because we'll be discussing that at length. So when is this really important for you to to really make your influence especially essential in your organization for you to be successful? You know, your influence is particularly imperative in stressful, challenging, and uncertain times. Stressful, challenging, and uncertain times because that is when the value of your influence is most pronounced. Now, you may be wondering why I think so. Why can't your influence be present or be recognized at all times? But suffice it to say that people tend to take for granted when all is going well. But as a leader, no matter what the capacity of leadership is, whether you're a leader of a small team, leader of a big team, or leader of a mid-sized team, you still can have influence on the number of people that uh, you, uh, you work with. So as we talk about influence, I think those are the three specific areas where you could probably say you have some influence on your team. Now, this is really the time when people need your leadership to act especially. And if you don't seize opportunity to do so in those times, the the, the chances are that you're not going to uh, be effective in leading them. Now, This is also the time when people need uh, to understand that nothing that you do is to be taken for granted. 
Now, knowing where to start or where to stop, maybe where to, you know, maybe an opportunity for you to understand where to, you know, work your way through to the problem or work your way so that you are just at the right time to touch the hearts of your team. And it is essential that you really capitalize on opportunities that lend themselves to your leadership. Now, times like that can be, you know, when you see somebody have a special skill that they're employing, that you reach out and, and really show your appreciation for that particular skill that they may be demonstrating. Now, the right time to, you know, to really talk to them about your company's successes or, or you know, um, or, 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 the, or, or the right time for them to know, or at least for you to show that you're interested um, is, is when they are at their worst. Okay. Now, you know your people best. You know when they are at their most vulnerable times and they need you to be able to lead in those times. So the right time is, is never a special time or an opportune time. Sometimes it's the worst times that you can think of. But that's when your leadership and your influence should shine through the most. So the right time to talk to them about the company's successes or shortcomings to earn their trust and confidence is a matter of finesse. You have to be able to finesse that and really consider whether or not you are stepping at a time that is going to be most impactful. This is something you will not know until you have taken time to do so. Now, who then in your organization needs to be able to really experience this kind of um, value that you bring to the team when, in, when we talk about influence in the organization? Now, I'll submit to you that the four categories or the four levels of leadership that you should consider doing so, uh, depending on the size of your organization, um, are firstly the executive team. If you have an executive team, these are, are in your innermost circle of leadership and they echo your voice. All right? They know your voice best and they know what your desires are. And secondly is the managerial team. These are your circle of fire. I call them your circle of fire. They shield and protect the team from the leadership minutia that may come about and keep the organizational flame stoked and really, really working so the team can perform at their best. That's the second level. How about the third level? The third level here that we're talking about is the supervisory team. Yes, these are the leadership core. The core on the floor, the core that make things happen. Now, if they don't get it, guess what? No one on the floor is going to get it. They carry out the task as directed by echoing coherence on the team. You've got to be able to communicate effectively to this level of leadership. It's that essential. And then you talk about the fourth level being the executors. I call these executors because they are the troops on the ground making things happen. They are the troops on the floor. These are typically the unsung heroes who, without their loyalty, 
diligence and commitment would cripple the success of your organization. They do all the hard work. They do all the hard labor. And they do as directed for your success. So these are the four people that I would submit to you that is essential for you to influence. And it's the most impactful when you consider when to influence this team. Now, perhaps waiting for an economic boom or a period of greatest return is not the time to cut back on your staffing or, or, even, or even reduce you know, billable hours of your team. That's not the right time. Now, communication with your team to accomplish your desired objectives should be built on the trust and mutual respect that you have so that when you speak, you ask for support or you solicit input to a specific cause, they'll be right there with you. You cannot take this for granted. Yeah. So we're talking about when your influence is most essential, most impactful. These are the times and these are the people that you got to be reaching out to. So when you ask for support, when you when you ask them to so you know to to provide input, and when you're asking them to, you know, to really put some effort into what they're doing, you're more than likely going to get their cooperation. The team receives it with meekness and without reservation because they've earned, they've earned your trust and you've earned their trust. Okay. Now, here's a short story, right? So, so, so during my, my young leadership, um, my young leadership time um, in the, in the, in the U.S. Navy as a young division officer, I once had a visit uh, one of my sailors at the ship's jail. We call that the ship's brig. Uh, he was a you know typical troubled child uh, that uh, you would have to care for in any circumstance. Now, perhaps the challenges of his past domestic life um, contributed to his dysfunctional behavior to some extent. Um, he he had a troubled past, and that was something that I did not take for granted. I took it upon myself to make sure that I could be there for him as much as possible because not everybody has that privilege of um, coming from a sound home. For some, uh, the, the the division officer or, 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 or the Navy community or wherever they find themselves is now their home. But in this particular case, this uh, this child had, well, this, this young sailor had been confined to the Brig, uh, the uh, the ship's jail, for for a, for a misconduct, um, and he had been sentenced to three days of only bread and water for the serious violation of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Now, this is one that did not require a court martial or any extended period of confinement; just uh, three days of bread and water. Now, because I took the time to visit him during his most challenging time. Despite the fact that my testimony had helped put him where he was, the earned impression I made on him before then paid dividends that had high stakes 
he appreciated the opportunity to visit him and to really empathize with him. Now, this is important because to have that kind of, of dividends in the bank account with your team is essential. We're talking about making an impact here with your team and how that is essential for your organization. So I submit to you that there are three things that may help to enhance your rapport with your team and enhance your credibility with them. The first is your earned position. You don't have to remind your team what your positional title is. They already know it. Some people always want to tell them, don't you realize who I am? Don't you see that I'm seeing to you? They don't need all that. Your own position is your own position. That's how you impact your team. Number two is your earned impression. Don't work overtime to try to impress your team. Be yourself and be candid with them. And then thirdly, your earned expression. This is your team. This is your team. Your team will open up to you when you earn their trust. But it all starts with you. So here's the thing. I want to submit to you today as you hear this, to think about how you're building a relationship with your team so that you can influence them at every level, it takes time and it takes opportunity. The ball is always in your core. You have to seek out time and opportunity to make that impact. So as a leader, you have to continue to exercise and retain the power to win. The power to win with your team. When you take the time to know and understand them, you have a stronger chance of winning with your team. No amount of force or poor will influence your team. Influence is always a matter of trust and it's also a matter of confidence. Confidence in you as much as you have confidence in them. So I wanna encourage you to think about this as uh, you make an impact on your team. When you see an opportunity, take it. When you earn that opportunity, cherish it. It may be the only one you may ever have in time to influence one person. So I wanna encourage you, if you wanna make an impact and know when the most essential time it is to influence your team in your organization, think of three things, time, opportunity, and sincerity. You've got to be able to connect the dots to make an impact on each and every person in your organization to be successful. So I wanna encourage you until next time, if you haven't got the book, The 52 Essential Qualities and Attributes of an Organizational Leader, How to Transform Your Leadership Habits in 52 Weeks, 
I encourage you to get it so that you can learn and read more about the power of taking these fundamental principles of leadership to excel in your organization. Thank you. Take care. Be well. And remember to lead the change. Bye-bye. Well, global leaders, thank you for listening to this episode of the Global Reach Leadership Forum. If you have learned something today, please like us on Facebook. Visit our website at www.globalreachleaders.com to leave a comment or a question and share this episode with others. Until next week, remember to lead the change. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.